This is four days before we were supposed to be leaving, and we have nothing planned. <laughs> we made the most of it. We made the most of it as possible. It's really my, my boyish charm or just my boyish figure, so I don't know if you mean this charm. And the next thing I can even recollect, I wake up in the back of an ambulance. For some reason I have this like I have this like British accent. Let's take a sip of beer. Cheers, dude. Cheers. Mmm. where you'll find all the most hilarious, outrageous, and embarrassing travel stories. I'm here today with my guest, Josh. Say what's up, Josh. Hey, guys. How's it going? Josh is here. He's going to tell us some cool stories about uh, he went through a backpacking trip in Europe. If we have time, we'll talk about some of his trips through uh, South America. Uh, Josh, I, we need to get to this story right off the bat. Um, spending time in, in Europe. Uh, first of all, you know, how, did, how did you get to, to Europe? What's your story to get there? Um, unique situation. Uh, my buddy and I were both in the military, so... The way we got over there is we flew it was into a United States Marine right Yeah, now. not that yeah. not that big of a deal at all. I only no, say that because... No, it's not actually. No, <laughs> God, 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 God. I love this guy. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, me and my buddy came back from Iraq, and we were like, all right, let's fucking do this. So uh, we hopped on a, on a C-17 flight, so it was free. I mean, I don't really know how often. Unfortunately, this is... I know this is a little bit for, uh, you know, future travel advice. So if you're ever... If anyone's listening and they're in the military, definitely try to get on Space A. So we took a Space A flight over to Europe, C-17, it was fucking awesome, you know, and, uh... C-17, describe a C-17. A C-17, yeah, it's yet. not like, you know, it's not like that, you know, Malaysian flight or anything like that, 757. <laughs> it's probably... Topical. It's nice. topical. <laughs> Trying to keep it contemporary here, <laughs> and I think that's probably too soon. Um, probably too soon. <laughs> yeah, far too soon. Yeah, so we'll be here for another month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll so, uh, so, so, yeah, so a C-17 is like, it's like a cargo carriage, uh, so the bottom of it is pretty much where they put like you know tank they put tanks in this thing. I think I'm, I mean obviously I'm not exact on that, but large they yeah. put large shit in there. And then above that they actually have uh, like passenger seating. So okay. it's just it's kind of I mean more or less equivalent of like a commercial airliner. Obviously not the same amenities and not as nice. So I mean and you actually have to climb a ladder like a <laughs> like a rung ladder to get yeah. to get from the cargo hold area up to the top. I think Ford Airlines should incorporate that and make you work for it a little bit. Yeah, I think they should. I mean, I think they definitely should, especially with all these, like, size restrictions and whatnot. I think they'd probably really <laughs> yeah, that's cut like down. size would <laughs> probably cut down on it. <laughs> It'd be like the tough mutter of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of airlines. <laughs> kind of Your at the top of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to get your Dos Equis, you got to climb this fucking ball at so, uh, so, yeah, so the C-17 thing was awesome. It was, it was, it was free, which is great. And I think the, like, probably the highlight of that trip was the fact that we got to Maryland. And when we got to Maryland, there was another air, uh, was another base. I think it was Air Force. I can't remember. I'm sure someone out there is going to correct me if I'm wrong. And uh, we get to the base, and there's a there's a, an officer's daughter there. So she has a less category status. So she's been stuck there for, like, weeks. Oh, boy. And so here we are, and we're just, like, blowing past her. And, you know, I feel mildly bad for anyone knows anything about enlisted versus officer. It's like this, you know, playful competition. Okay. So there's like this 06, which is pretty high up with the military's daughter, and she's just getting screwed. And here we are just taking our trip, <laughs> taking our trip to, to, to Europe. So it was uh, it was pretty cool. And we got to meet some, like, old retirees. They get to fly these things all the time. So we're, we're flying with these, like, so old retirees. So now this is, this is a benefit you have in the military, regardless yeah. if you're active or No, you don't. No. There's a little weird. So we were on active orders. So we had a really high category status because we were technically on active orders on leave. Okay. So they viewed it as a high category status, which is great. 
if you retire out of the military, you get to use this this space safe service as well, um, and I th- and then as well spouses and sure. uh, and relatives direct it has well, to be hashtag in. travel tips hashtag hashtag travel tips right there for you. So I mean I feel like that's a bit specific for this, unfortunately, yeah, for but. Sure. Uh, yeah, so it was a really cool experience, and every, I mean, I think that in of itself was just was just really awesome. You know, awesome. Cool. You yeah. gotta take advantage of that, man. Yeah. All you had to do was get shot out for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's a small price to pay for a one free flight to Europe, I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you go down to Maryland, you fly out of, out of Maryland, is that, is that? Yep, flew out of Maryland, and then Maryland was just a, it was a straight shot there, and we flew into, uh, actually flew into Spang Dalem. Um, which is just, near just which fun is, shit to say it would say I mean it's equally as it's usually as fun to, to be at as is a fun to say cool. Spang Dalem and uh, it's right next to Ramstein Air Base or close mm, to better. so that yeah even better and if you don't know anything about Ramstein Ramstein's that Duhas Duhas okay. Mish song yeah sure that's a band so I remember telling some girl we, oh we flew into near Ramstein because that's kind of like a bigger sure. place and she was like and she was German she goes okay. oh uh, like like the Duhas Ramstein and I was like well, that's what I thought, but no, it's actually a real—it's <laughs> actually a real place. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so we flew into flew into Spangdalem, and the, the coolest part about that we landed, and obviously we're in this base. We have no idea where we are, and we know, we kind of have a general idea of where we're trying to get to, trying to uh, trying to get to the train station would be our first step. So uh, we find this guy, and we're asking directions like, "Hey, how do you get to the train station from here?" And he goes, "He goes, oh, you got to take a cab and this," and he gives a lengthy suggestion. He goes. He goes, what are you guys doing here anyway? Because we kind of look out of place, you know? Right. We're, like, not dressed in uniform at this sure. point, And we're just going to back our backpacks on. I got from EMS. And I was like, 20% discount for students at EMS, just so you know. <laughs> hey, so, tips. Yeah. So, yeah, so we got the EMS packs. And uh, great deal. And then we, so the guy's like, all right, he's like, these guys don't fit in. Like, they're, you know, they don't fit in with the regular crowd out here. He goes, um... He was all right. He's like, you know what, guys? Fuck it. He's like, I gotta be at work. I'm supposed to be at work in like 20 minutes, but I'm willing to give you guys. So this is just a guy you met. This is just some random guy on this base, and his on base on the on the American base, and his wife was actually a uh, she was in the military, which is kind of you know a little different. So his wife was in the military, and he kind of was with her. And he's gonna give you a ride <laughs> where you need to be. You just met him. Just met him. I mean, that was. I mean, that's the coolest thing I think about traveling is like you know you're in a time like we're in a time of need, and this guy is willing just Definitely. to like drop. Did you, did you think that that kind of attitude was pretty typical of like of your experience at least in Germany or Europe? I think it, people pretty accommodating. You know what? I think jet goes universally across traveling in general. I think yeah. if you're looking for it, I think I've almost every time I've ever traveled, I've kind of found that. People are always willing to stick their neck out a little bit more if they know if you're not from the area. Sure. Which is which is great. Cause I think Josh I, also has a very uh, boyish charm that, that can't <laughs> yeah, be replicated. Yeah, yeah. So don't everybody take that advice. But no, that's solid. I like that. It's <laughs> true. That, I mean, that's a beautiful thing about traveling, right? Yeah. And then when you see is, other really people is. traveling, you, you know, maybe you're more inclined to to, to stick your neck out. Ex- and, and exactly. Yeah. You know, you you, you definitely reciprocate that more. Yeah, I don't know if it's really my my boyish charm or just my boyish figure. So I don't know if you maybe <laughs> trying to. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I've really always found that people will definitely take 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 the extra mile and kind of help you out when when you're traveling and they know you're not from the area I mean I think this guy went above and beyond because he did not have to do that for us and, and he did so he takes us from from the base Spang Island base and he takes us he takes us to this train station so this is our first experience like re- like seeing you know what we think of as Europe so we're driving through I mean you always see pictures and I mean I think for people that travel a lot it doesn't really it doesn't really like impact you much because you're just kind of like oh well you know I see different things all the time but for me, I mean, other than seeing the Middle East, that was kind of my first time really traveling, you know, outside of the United States. 
I mean, the closest thing I could to equate it to would be like Montreal, and I think that's probably a terrible reference, but you <laughs> this know, this is the most European city, city. close to New England. <laughs> yeah, right. Those of you who don't immediately know us, which is probably ninety percent of you, but yeah. So yeah, so I mean, so yeah, I mean, that's the only thing I can remotely equate it to, and yeah, like, yeah, it's a bad, bad reference, especially if you're you're from, you've ever been to Europe before. So we're driving through this very you know European-looking town, you know, like the. The quintessential like German like buildings and everything and that's Stuff kind of films getting filmed everywhere yeah like, everything you expect out of everything Germany. like everything you kind of expect when you first get to Germany or Europe in general and so I'm looking so and that's when it kind of like settles in like we, we made it you know like sure. we, this was kind of just all a huge concept idea when we were in Iraq and we were just talking about going on this sweet trip to Europe and I, I've always said I hate talking about things and not doing them. For sure. And this is that one time where I was like, all right, so we've talked about it, we planned it, and we, we actually we actually That's a good it. feeling. That's yeah, a good so feeling. I mean, like, kind of like hit us there. I was like, all right, you know, that's kind of when you just feel like, all right, let's, let's kick this thing off. So yeah, just took, he took us to the train station. I, I want to say he even might have bought us our train ticket. I, I think he did. I really? Think, I think he did. I think he because we didn't even know how to get the train tickets. There was, like, there was like, <laughs> had you had you converted all your your currency and everything? No, we didn't. We had all no. We had all American. We didn't bring much. We had we yeah. We didn't know God. We were not planning at all for this. We we did not. I mean, as I said, we planned. Right, so, uh, what's the time frame between your between thinking of this and having this exist in your head and actually getting on the plane in Maryland or getting on the plane to Maryland? So the concept, the general concept was 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 pretty much its infamacy was in Iraq, like, talking about it. And I read some, you know, like, Fromer's Guide to Traveling sure. or whatever the hell it was I got. So, I'm, you know, reading this guidebook, and, yeah. and, uh, and you know, so I think I had a pretty good handle on it, and I mentioned to my buddy that's what I was going to do, and I was going to go solo. And he mentioned that, well, hey, I'll go with you, too. And how long was it between then and when you actually wound up, you know, get, getting the flights and then hopping on the plane? Um, that, that period of time was probably five months, okay. I would say, in total. All right. But the, I think the most important thing here is to know that that was just a very general concept of what we were going to do. Yeah. And we, and I think a lot of people plan like hostels and stuff, and I do recommend planning like hostels course, and your yeah. whole, pl everything. But we didn't really have that. So we, we, we were at Starbucks and we were just on the computer drinking coffee this is four days before we were supposed to be leaving, and we have nothing planned. <laughs> so we're, we're on track now. We've got everything kind of lined up for the most part, as best as we possibly could considering the circumstances. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so our, so our first stop was uh, we went to Munich. So that was, cool. our, that was our first stop was Munich. And uh, Now, y'all are living off of, of, out of your backpacks. What is one thing you will always recommend a backpacker to have in their backpack at all times? Condoms. Where they're going? Condoms. Boom. Condoms. I that's told you, that's that boyish charm. Yeah, that's dude. that boyish charm, yeah. Only, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, I mean, you're going to get in some... I mean, if you're going to... I mean, if I was with my buddy from the military, so if you're going over to Europe and... Uh, you know, you're about, you don't know what you're going to get yourself into. So, I mean, I think I think condoms are the safest bet. That's fair. I, so like any, that. I mean, any ladies listening know that I'm a very practical, safety-conscious <laughs> kind of guy. All right, you're in Munich then. This is your first stop. You're backpacking through. You're living out of your backpacks. You're in Munich. you got plenty of condoms. got plenty. Yeah. What well, do you think well not enough condoms. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never enough. Well, well, yeah, right not now. Munich. No, I was definitely not that successful. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to call it that. Oh, God. Anyway, so... <laughs> so so we're in Munich, and um, I, I tried to think, 
the, the way this is so bad. I'll tell you what, you're gonna probably have to edit this out. But so the first we'll thing see. we the first thing we go to, and uh, only reason I wanted to go was because it was something I had like it, it, it kind of like, I thought was interesting, you mm-hmm. know, in its own way. So I mean, Munich and Germany, obviously known for concentration camps. So the first thing we go to. Is we go to we go to we go to Dachau. We're like, all right, let's sure. go to Dachau. Okay. So we go to Dachau, and you know, he's like, so I mean, like, I think it was like, I think just because of because of that initial trip, and then how the rest of the night played out, they just don't correlate whatsoever. I feel like that's part of what traveling is all about. Yeah, right? oh, yeah, I, I agree. Right, let, let, let me tell the story like, because this could go downhill fast at yeah. this point. Yeah. So what's what's happening? So we go to Dachau, whatever. So you know, it's like it's it's a pretty impactful experience. You know, you're seeing crematoriums, you're seeing where like sure. these people. You know, you're seeing like the like the signs, the everything you've ever read in textbooks about it, and here it is in front of you at this one point in time. So it's like, all right, you know, that's like a, it's, it's a very powerful and like, emotional experience. And so you figure maybe like you'd like go back to your hostel and kind of reflect on it or you know right. whatever. No, no, that's not what we did sure. at all. We got on the bus. I don't think we made it back to the hostel. We just. We immediately were like, all right, where's the first bar we can go to? Like, right, right, right. you just, I mean, I, you just come from a concentration camp. Obviously, the next best thing is like, oh, well, let's go get drunk at a bar now. Right. But that's isn't logical. that a thing about traveling where it's not, you know, I mean, you could, you could plan it as though you'd go back for quiet reflection, but it, you know, and, and maybe that would have been ideal, but you're traveling, you're on the road, you've got a limited amount of time, and sometimes, you know, mentally, you got to cram some of the deeper stuff and some of the spur of the moment stuff into, into a small amount of time. And that's, it's kind of one of the things that, that traveling demands of you that I, I think is a, a cool thing to explore on the Laughed Up Abroad podcast, uh, if, if I may interject the name of this podcast. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's your thing. We all forgot. Um, no, I do, I mean, it, it's cool and, you know, it could be regarded as, like, insensitive, but I, I think that anyone who's traveled could know that it's not yeah. really the case at all. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, you're, that's I think you're, traveling. Yeah, you're definitely mixing, like, these, like, crazy, you know, historical or, you know, significant things in with just, like, just straight out drunk, crazy sure. nights, and you definitely gotta, and you definitely have to balance them because you're like, you know, you're trying to take in right. the whole experience, but you're also trying to have like a really good. You time. need the story for your buddies back on base. You need the story for grandma. Exactly. I mean, why not cram it all into four hours? <laughs> why <laughs> exactly? For I mean, I think, I, and unfortunately, I think we probably spent more time at the bar than we did at the concentration camp. But neither here nor oh, there. So <laughs> I think I had more stuff. Was more stories for the guys back on the base than I did for grandma, unfortunately, which is. Really Really bad. Um, Grandma's German. Well, Grandma Grandma's doesn't have German. as much time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Grandma's oh, also German, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so uh, none of this is getting edited out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This podcast works. So. <laughs> All right. So you get back to the bar. You get yeah, hammered so, at the bar. So I think important. Not, to, uh, no, I think important to know. We, oh, we definitely get hammered at the bar. I think important <laughs> to note about this is that we were at. Um, we were going to Hoffer House, and if anyone knows, there's like, I think there's a Hoffer House in Las Vegas, and there's a couple. It's like a really super franchisey commercial thing. It's so like it, a Buffalo Wild. It's like the Buffalo stuff. Wild Wings of like beer halls. Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, bu- sure. well, it's just Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty exactly. It's a Buffalo Wild Wings of beer halls in Germany. You know, you think of a beer hall, you think of beer maidens, and right. they have those, but they're you know not really what you picture when you think sure. of a beer maiden. Um, one that I think we had was like extremely old and <laughs> not that attractive. And so those are like the gold clubs of. <laughs> those like which for those of y'all who aren't from Connecticut, <laughs> it's exactly what you expect a, a strip club in Connecticut to be. <laughs> I think there's actually a billboard for a German beer hall somewhere here in Connecticut, and they have the most. Un- <laughs> 
unattractive woman on the <laughs> board. And it's like, well, if you're if you're trying to at least do sex sales, or if you're like, if that's like, you're, that's yeah. like, if you're, you're trying to appeal to a mass populace, I don't think going with that particular <laughs> woman is a good idea. I don't know what you know that outfit entails, but I mean, girls wear it for Halloween for more than one reason. Yeah, right. You can literally just scan Facebook for automatic yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that I do that. <laughs> uh, Halloween is a fantastic time to be on Facebook, I would say that. And we all know that. Hashtag travel tips. <laughs> Hashtag I never travel tips. <laughs> so, um... So yeah, so we go to the Hoffer house, and I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was recommended somewhere or something, obviously, to go to this place. Don't get me wrong, not to knock the Hofbrauhaus. house. It was it was a good experience. You're making powerful enemies at the Hofbrauhaus. Yeah, yeah, I think like the Hofbrauhaus house people will maybe have like a conspiracy, and then tomorrow morning I won't wake <laughs> up. <laughs> like they'll come to my house and kill me for bad advertising. Yeah, you want to piss off? First, <laughs> so so they, you're there. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the first place you went. So you went straight to Hofbrauhaus. We went. I think we went right from Dachau, and I don't think we skipped a beat. Actually, I'm sure as shit we didn't, because you'll find out later why okay. we didn't skip a beat. All right. Because I didn't have my passport with me, because um, I thought, well, I'm going to dock out. I don't really think I need my passport. So you left it at the, at the hostel. So I left it at the hostel, yeah, yeah, and that plays out to be pretty, pretty poor decision. So we're at the Hoffer House, and uh, if anyone knows me, I think they have uh, what size are they? They are. I'm trying to think. I think they're a quart. I could be wrong on this. I think so I think they're I think they're a quart. I'm not I'm not positive. But these are the glasses. You're the Steins. The Steins. Not they're like Steins are huge. They're I can't this. remember the volume here. But they're bigger than. They're a, fucking huge. I mean, they're like a, they're like a small child. Size. <laughs> you're drinking a small <laughs> child. I don't know what metric system that is, or what measure, measurement that is, the standard. But yeah, so like it's, it's just like a small child size like child size glass. So you're you're just cradling the thing with both. I'm arms. just yeah. You I mean you these are some big glasses they're impressive <laughs> so the guy comes up and he's like he's like oh he's like what do you guys want and uh we'll take one of those little kid glasses <laughs> we'll take, yeah yeah can we take one of those little child sized glasses please and um so like, what do you guys want and my buddy goes i think they, they only have a very select few number of beers this isn't like your you know craft beer place where there's like a <laughs> number of different options it's like you're, browse, you're gonna take yeah. what the fuck we give you it's not like <laughs> oh you know i'll have the uh, magic hat number <laughs> That's not an option here. No. You're getting like one of maybe three, maybe just two options. So it was like a light and a dark, pretty much. Okay. So the the I was like, oh, well, you know, the dark one. He, he goes, he goes, oh, this is the uh, we call it the the this is like. And he's talking call. English to you now. He's talking English. They all spoke pretty decent English. Yeah, I mean, for that, which is crazy because I will again, I will say that I'm, as Americans, I love. I mean, no doubt about it. I do love this country. Of course. I mean, Patriot. Anyway, so hashtag America. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag America. But as as Americans, we're totally like uh, just ugly, ugly American. You know, we're walking into these countries. I didn't know a lick of another language, sure. pretty much. I mean, I know I say Guten Tag and Avita saying and Danke Shane and <laughs> Prost and yeah, It's actually where I got all of them. <laughs> it's what I watched. It's what I watched to prepare myself <laughs> to travel to. Oh, watch okay. Yeah, I watched the parade scene. Was that ninety nine something balloons? I was so that song. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, and that's the other crazy thing is that everyone speaks English and I don't speak German. I felt terrible about it. Um, I don't think they feel nearly as bad as maybe I feel, but I think that really perpetuates the ignorant, arrogant American mentality of like, I don't need to learn another language. I'm just going to know American. They already <laughs> why, why should both of us suffer? Yeah, exactly. Another one-on-one course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
So yeah, for the most part, I think we rarely ran into somebody that didn't speak English, which is great for us. Um, sure. Uh, so that, and that was awesome. So yeah, so he's just, you know, guys just coming up to us, he's like, hey, what do you guys want? And I said, well, what's up with this dark beer? And he goes, oh, he goes, that's the, uh, he goes, that's the German equivalent of Coke. The Coca-Cola. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I was like, I'll have that. I love Coca-Cola. I love Coca-Cola. I'll have beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, what do you think of it? Did he mean that because it doesn't because everyone drinks it, or because it had low alcohol content? No, I like, think it, you know, it had extra. No, the, the 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 side of this is that I'm like 155 soaking wet, and my buddy's like two something. Yeah. So he's like a big dude. I'm a small dude. So I'm, I'm he's getting like the light beer. This German Coke, as it may be, that he's calling it, is. Uh, <laughs> Is like is like the high thing, the highest alcohol content they have <laughs> there. So and it's only because it's like the the color the, the color of it. I see. Okay. It, okay. It very much. So it's a very poor comparison. Yeah, very very loosely based on Coke. Really shouldn't be comparing Coca Cola <laughs> at all. I don't know if it's something they their kids drink. Coca-Cola, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, they probably serve beer to their children in Germany. I yeah. Uh, I mean, let's they, perpetuate that myth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Germans get <laughs> hammered from the time of birth. Exactly. I'm the first to say. Yeah, yeah. travel tips. Stay away from drunk German kids. Exactly. They're the worst. <laughs> They're the worst. That's the worst. They have those. Um, so, so how yeah. many of those did you want to have? So that's the thing. Oh my God. So we had, I had, I had, we had like we had dinner or whatever. But I must have drank three of these things. They're huge, and I'm not very big. So no. I drank three of these. Three giant, three giant. You giant. drank the equivalent of three little kids, which sounds. Them. Disgusting. Disgusting. I mean, just for numerous reasons. Yeah. So, yeah, I drank three of these. I remember at one point, we're talking to this couple from uh, New York, and this guy said, I can't, you never just really pick up little things about, like, being shit-faced. Sure. And this guy, I can just remember he sounded, like, I, he sounded like, I don't even know how to, he was, like, really raspy New York, but nothing like I've ever heard before, and I don't know if it was just the alcohol making him sound fucking super weird vocally, or it was... The fact that he just sounded really fucking weird. <laughs> so I guess at some point we had agreed with this couple and like their brother that was along for the ride. I don't even know why they were all traveling together, but it was a really mixed bag of people at this table. So uh, they're like, all right, let's go to the, let's go to the, sh- let's go to the, sh- somehow we agreed upon going to the strip club, I guess. I don't remember this at all. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> gosh. Oh, 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 I don't know how I ended up What happened all that money? I think that's where we should have taken the uh, I think that we should have taken taken the hint that this might not be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> like when a couple was inviting you yeah, to a the couple, strip club. I think I would have much rather taken it. Uh, yeah, run for the fucking hills. I would have much rather nothing against people from New York, by the way. That has nothing to do with it. But now I got now I got the Hoffbrows people uh, in New Yorkers. Yeah, now we've got some serious enemies here tonight. So uh, so yeah, so they're so, I don't know. We're in discussion, and so they're inviting us to this this strip club. I, apparently, they knew the best strip club to go to in the area. I don't know how, but they did. So we ended up going. Well, is is do you know? Is it, is it like? Is this, there a high concentration of strip clubs? Or is this it- is really unfortunate because I literally only spent. So that my Munich trip was shortened. I, we had either we had missed time in the beginning or we had scheduled too much towards the end of the trip. Whatever it was, we only had that night in Munich. Okay. So it was so pretty you much. You made the most of it. We made the most of it as possible. All right. And uh, so yeah, so so we uh, so we're like, all right, let's let's do this let's do this strip club thing. Yeah. And I don't know. I couldn't tell you the name. I couldn't tell you why I went there. It might have been like the worst, shittiest <laughs> gold club German club style. <laughs> like B B level, you know. Uh, B class, I have no idea. So I don't really remember much of the trip, 
to the actual strip club, but there's a picture of me and my buddy in a rickshaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just experiencing a classic <laughs> historical Germany. Yeah, with fucking rickshaw. Like, why even a rickshaw in Munich? It doesn't make any sense. But the picture of me and you can it's blurry as hell, and it's just us. We're obviously having a great time. I'm just smiling from ear to ear, and he's laughing his ass off. So that's the only thing I remember. So we must we must have gotten to this trip club in the rickshaw, I assume, and it, and that's the only re- way that, that could have played out based on the end of the story. So that must have been from proper house to the strip club must have been on this rickshaw. So we get to the strip club, and I mean I, I shouldn't even say we get to the strip club because I don't know when we got to the strip club. <laughs> I don't really remember much about the strip club. I'd say the only thing, and this is gonna be very short because I don't know anything about it. I remember sitting down watching like you would, enjoying you know enjoying the strip <laughs> as club. you would as I would enjoying the strip club. And the next thing I remember is I'm at the, I remember standing at the bar and this, this, uh, should I call it stripper, maybe exact dancer. I don't know. I know what's politically correct. Whore. Whore. I'm cornbread. What's the German word? I, for it? So, this, this very nice young lady <laughs> who happens to be having, you know, she's probably putting herself through German nursing school. <laughs> of, course. <laughs> of course. So she, uh, so she, I remember she comes up to me and I couldn't tell you what she looks like, but I remember she goes, she goes, you should buy me a drink. You know, and I, and I remember, I remember, you know, I'm probably like, okay, let me buy you a drink. I remember looking at my wallet and there's no euro, there's no money, there's no dollars, there's no <laughs> euros, there's nothing in there. And I think I had cards on me, which is probably a bad idea too. Sure. So I look at it and I close it and I just look at it and I'm like, you should buy me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, <laughs> so I don't know if maybe she got me rolled by the bouncer for my just my belligerent <laughs> ass comment, but the next thing that happens, and the next thing I could even recollect, and I don't know to this day how I got there, is I wake up in the back of an ambulance oh, with these like golly. these two these two Germans, and I wake up, and for some reason I have this like I have this like British accent. I acquired this British <laughs> accent. I remember just waking up in the back no, of the beer, beer will do that to me too. I Absolutely. don't know what it is. Oh, yeah, I woke up in the back of the ambulance, and I was just like, oh you fucking wankers, I don't even know what the fuck you're doing. I'm just. I'm just fucking drunk. Go fuck this. It was like a terrible British accent. I've already been told previously. I'm, tr- I'm trying to tell the girls that I can do a good British accent. And they just, like, I tell them, and they're like, that is fucking awful. You've probably awful. been doing that all night to try to figure out Yeah, dude. probably. That surplus of condoms you got in your I hear about the BJ's, which is a wholesale club. <laughs> BJ's Bulkler. 100. No, you don't have your, co- your passport on you. Hashtag foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Hashtag no. full circle. <laughs> yeah. No more. No, no passport. No. Your ID, I mean, anything, your Nothing. military ID, anything No, like I don't think, I, I, I did have, no, I did have my military ID, I did have my, I did have my Ameri- uh, my driver's license. Okay. So I had all that. So nothing that's recognized in Germany. <laughs> nothing that would be recognized in German, I didn't have, I didn't have those things on me. I mean, you, shit, you can go down to, like, uh, New York and get that shit made, I guess, so. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so the next thing I know, I wake up in the back of this thing, and then for some reason I've acquired this British accent, and I'm just going on this rant about how I shouldn't be in the back of this ambulance, and I'm not going to try to uh, uh, reenact that British accent again because I know it's awful. No, that was lovely. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> It's it so bad. So I hope it was much better than that one. Was in the back of this ambulance with I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't. But they don't know any better. German, right? So I don't know. <laughs> so in the back, I think once they realize that I'm not American, they just are like, "All right, well, this kid's just a drunk asshole." <laughs> 
so she, I, the only thing that she did really to help me is she pricks my finger and then she like, I don't know, did something with it. I assume she measured my blood alcohol content level. She couldn't do the, the breathalyzer. I mean, I don't know. She's trying to be more accurate, I guess. Yeah, and uh, like so I think they once they realized that I wasn't part of the amazing universal healthcare system, they wanted nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> so they realized I was just a dumb place for you, a dumb drunk, <laughs> dumb drunk American in Munich, Germany. And they're like, well, this kid is totally screwed. And a matter of fact, I was totally screwed. So I get to the, I get to the hospital. I get I, I I walk myself off the back of this ambulance, yeah. and I'm like, well, that was a fun cab ride. Now where am I? So I get into the uh, I get to the, I get to the hospital. I remember just walking around the hospital looking for a place to go, and I, I, fi- I find this girl, and I'm like, hey, can uh, I, I, I'm pretty much just asked where the exit. I couldn't even go into details. I don't remember. Just I pretty much ask her where the exit to the, the hospital is. I can't figure my way out. Navigating it's a damn freaking maze in there, <laughs> and. The, all she does is she points me in the right direction, but she takes my hand with, like, you know, the medical bracelet on it, and she, like, cuts it off as if she wants no evidence that I was ever at this facility. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty she much... She burns your fingerprints <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah. Like, she cuts... She, the men in black she's like, she, before I'm gonna... She's pretty much, like, she's like, she doesn't say anything, but before she's gonna let me go, she's gonna take my hand and snip this one piece of evidence that I was at this facility off my wrist, just because she's just gonna send me out into the world on my own drunk ass and go figure <laughs> it out. So I get out of the hospital and I'm confident. I feel fine. I'm like, all right, well, I survived that. Um, you know, I couldn't have, I couldn't have done anything too bad, I guess. And um, so I get there and I get out and all of a sudden I'm looking around. And I'm like, wow, just hit me. I have no fucking idea where I am. You, you, so you're standing outside of the hospital. I'm standing outside the hospital, like, you know how you. Uh, <laughs> all I can equivalent to is like Grand Theft Auto when you get revived and you just wake up inside <laughs> the hospital. So you're in the middle of, a, of an awful video game. Yeah. You're not sure how many cars you're stolen. <laughs> I, I definitely hit like five. Yeah. Like, I definitely hit like five stars when I woke up outside the hospital, revived, and I came to like outside the doors of this German hospital. So here. I am just sitting there like where the fuck how did this even happen like what the fuck is going on alright so I'm like getting my bearing I'm like alright well obviously I gotta find that hostel <laughs> this is I mean I have no idea what time it is I assume it's like 3 4 in the morning so I just as, as anyone knows the uh, the Europeans are much better at uh, you know using alternative means of transportation sure. <laughs> yeah. match oils that's the other thing too mm-hmm. great me- get, great metropolitan tips. yep great Great metropolitan system, like the trains are awesome, they're clean, yeah. they're sa- they're pretty, you know, they're safe. I mean, so there's the exact buses. opposite of what you can expect out of public transportation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I take public transportation, trans- public transportation in Hartford, Connecticut, and it's the most dangerous and scary experience. <laughs> <laughs> Worse than any deployment overseas, I get equate. <laughs> I fear for my, I have post traumatic stress disorder from being on public transportation in Hartford, Connecticut. It's awful <laughs> and uh yeah so germany i mean definitely the, germany by far has the best public transportation i've ever experienced and i mean europe in general great public transportation i'm sure there's varying degrees here and there but for the cities awesome fantastic <laughs> so that doesn't matter because everything's closed there's no taxis <laughs> there's no subways well, there's no you, buses you say it was four in the morning do you know Six, or you just it's like it's a rough guess rough estimate it's gotta be sunrise right before sunrise it's gotta be everything's closed yeah yeah it's gotta yeah exactly it definitely was before sunrise uh, but it was yeah it was like three, four, everything's pitch black it's like 3 or 4 in the morning all the subways I'm like looking around trying to see if I can get to the subway all the gates are actually closed to the subways which is which is good sure. I guess and not for me but for you know <laughs> safety reasons so everything's closed off there's no there's no one on the street there's no people it's, it's pouring pissing rain out and I'm like alright well I gotta figure something out so also to their credit of having great transportation they're very conscious of their uh, I guess we call it carbon footprint you know 
Whatever, right? <laughs> Saving gas. Who wants to do that? European idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, takes him forever. Get to a Durango. Get... Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Christ. God, who wants to ride a bicycle? How, how do you even? How do you even ride those stupid things? <laughs> so I was willing to take this night to figure it out. So I'm running around. Just there's bikes everywhere. I mean everywhere. So I'm just running around yanking on chains. So I feel bad for the poor soul in Germany and. If, if, God forbid, you're listening to this right now, I'm sorry I took your bike, all right? It's, yeah. it's weighed hard on me for this years. This has been on his chest this for a while. This has been on me just a while. It feels so bad about stealing this bicycle. Now, you're literally, so you're walking, so every, every bike's there, they're locked up on bike. They're all like, they're but all. But you're just finding that one that I'm the guy just, like, hustled and said, ah, no one will, yeah, there'll like, be no drunk Americans <laughs> here, surely. <laughs> Never thought You're this. using your Hartford, Connecticut experience. <laughs> I'm using my hardened, my hardened street. hardened street. CT Street cred to figure out how to jack a bike. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna use like, I was gonna MacGyver this thing with like a, a you know, like a, a bobby pin or something. But I figured I'd just start yanking chains. I don't know why I thought that would work, but it, it obviously worked. <laughs> it did work. I don't know what my junk mind thought by yanking a bunch of chains. I'd eventually find that one chain that was not properly locked. Just the sixth sense. <laughs> so I, I think when you're drunk, you do. I think there's like a, there truly is. There's like a, there's like a, you know, you're very efficient being sober. But I feel like when I'm drunk, sometimes I have these like. These like all these these like eureka moments, and all of a sudden it just like pure genius hits you. And Absolutely, I'm like, if no, I just I've had that, I've I've had really that before. Right? Absolutely, it's, yeah. it's like I would have never operated better. I would have operated much worse had I been sober. No, I'd have probably be broken down, probably be crying in a puddle in the fetal sure, position. Yeah, but in this case, I'm just running. Thank out. God you were hammered. Thank, uh, yeah, obviously. I mean, pff, that's way better. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I I won. Right, I went winning. I found the fucking chain. Fucking yeah. bust the shit out of that. Got this bike. Couldn't tell you what it looks like. It's probably the shittiest bike around. I still feel bad about it. But, but, so, like, the next morning, some fucking German guy walks out of his house, and he's like, all right, I can't wait to get on my bike and just go to work. And he's like, motherfucker, not again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe that was, like, that. Maybe that was, like, the end of it. Like, he was just like that to change his whole life. He's been driving it around. go ever since in Germany. <laughs> just leaves it on idle. Fuck the environment. Fuck, the fuck bikes. Now wait, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I know you're going here. You got the bike. So he got walks the- out. He obviously doesn't have it. <laughs> you obviously had. I obviously that he didn't intend on it being. It didn't get. Would you? I, you know what? I I feel like maybe he found it the next morning because I didn't get very far on it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how long, but I remember just pedaling like down the streets. And I imagine is this from is that from uh, Wizard of Oz when it's like that's what it felt like because I'm just pedaling, but I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. Just I don't. I feel like I'm just pedaling like a fucking station. A stationary bicycle at like Cardio Express because it's not going anywhere, and and so I can't I can't I can't can't, can't figure out where I am I can't get anywhere so I'm just I'm just pedaling around I'm like well eventually I'll run into something that looks familiar right who knows and next thing I know I have these these lights behind me and it hits me those are blue and red they're not any different in Germany they're in the United States they're blue and red just like they are in the United States so that's in fact some cops so <laughs> I. I, I uh, you know, courteously, I pull my bicycle over the side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> so, sure. So I pull my bicycle over the side. Like a gentleman. <laughs> like a gentleman. I pull my You're bicycle over the side. You're not going to run from the cops yeah, at this point. I might have been able to get away. I don't know. Just drop a gear. Just <laughs> <take> off. <laughs> I think I was having a hard time with coordination at that point. So. <laughs> I don't first the whole time. Was, I, don't think, I don't think I felt like I was going anywhere because I probably wasn't actually yeah, going anywhere. You were just fucking <laughs> first gear. Just, just grinding. Go, yeah. So they, they stopped me. <laughs> and then, actually, you know what? I don't think I did stop. 
I think I kept going because I remember the cop kind of like escorting me off the bicycle. Like I remember him grabbing the handlebar and like kind of grabbing me and like pulling, like pushing me off and pulling the bike away. And you know, I felt bad. I was like, well, there's, you know, that's, a, that's someone's bike. You might want to treat that with a little bit more respect. He just, he just throws the bicycle off the side of the road. Like it's a, like it's a whore of a bike. Like it's just fucking, like it's a piece of shit. I was like, yes, bike I, was like I stole that very nice bicycle from somebody, you know, somebody's missing that. I was that. taking so, great care of that bike. No, I mean, at the very least, they were trying to figure out roughly where I had stole the bicycle from. They didn't care. They just pushed out the side of the road. I don't want to mess with the German police. No. At this point. So they throw me in the back of the car. And at this point, I'm like, all right, fuck. Well, I don't know. They're like, where'd you get the bicycle? And I'm, I found it, of course. Like, where else did I get the I had this very strong idea that if I just told them that I found it, like I just came outside the train station and I just found this bicycle, that they would let me go. They didn't, they didn't take that story at all. They didn't believe that I just found this bicycle on the side of the road. So they're like, no, you didn't. And I was like, and they're speaking very broke English. These were the ones that didn't speak the greatest of English. So, I was like, learn how to speak English. Holy fuck. Like, I'm trying to have a conversation <laughs> <Yeah, right>. here. <laughs> <Have some> respect. <laughs> so, um, like, how'd you find, like, uh, so then I'm like, I said, like, I found it, whatever. So they didn't believe that story. <clears throat> Next thing I know, they're asking me, like, all right, well, do you have any, do you have any, any money on you? And I'm like, oh, the shit, I'm getting extorted in Germany. This is like the shit you see in the movies. So, hashtag travel tips. Extortion is very big in most German countries that I've found. Even the ones that are very transparent and open. I was definitely borderline getting, I don't know, someone might correct me on this, but I feel like I was getting extorted, because I'm in the back of this German, this, this BM, it was a BM, for the record, it was a BMW. Yeah, right. So, I mean, yeah. wouldn't you expect anything? They're like Toyotas out <laughs> Exactly. That's, that's not, would you expect? a status symbol the way it is out here. Exactly. Place. I would never have expected to be pulled over in a BMW, you know? Yeah. So, I get pulled over in this BMW, and, um... So, I mean, I was admiring. I was admiring the interior while I was in it. You know, it was really nice. Yeah, right. Really well. Still like the seats. <laughs> yeah, it's a great German engineer. He's a shit BMW. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, I mean, at least they know how to take their, uh, you know, their, their captives in luxury. <laughs> so, so, I'm in the back of this, this BMW, and uh, they're asking me, like, oh, do you have any money on you? And I, I, I lie, of course. No, I don't. Well, actually, I didn't have any cash on me because the stripper. Remember, I tried to buy her a drink earlier. I couldn't get any money. <laughs> and you explained to him the stripper took all your fucking <laughs> I explained to him that I spent all my money on the strippers at the German strip club. <laughs> he didn't have, he wasn't understanding. <laughs> he goes, do you have any credit cards? Cards. And I was like, yeah, well, yeah. And he goes, all right, well, can't you get money? And I go, no, my, my money's tapped. He's like, well, you're on, tri he's on, you're on, you're on holiday, you're on vacation. You know, how do you not have any, you know, I don't have any money. I was like, listen, man, I don't have any Deutschmarks, all right? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, Whatever the fuck you people call. <laughs> yeah. So I, I told him, I was like, no, I'm, like, I'm flying out tomorrow. Like, I'm completely tapped. I don't have any money. <clears throat> so maybe had I given them money at that point in time, they would have just let me go. I don't know. I still to this day, I don't know. Because the next thing I know, they're asking for my, they're asking for my, my passport. And at this point in time, I realize, <laughs> shit, not only am I lying about the money, but I'm not lying. I definitely do not have my fucking passport. That is not on my person. And I bought one of those queer little, like, um, like uh, money wallet things that you, like, put on your actual body. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, so it was like, I bought that, and my buddy was making fun about how, how, how queer of an idea he thought that was to actually have this... Uh, so it's, like, hidden underneath Yeah, it's, like, hidden underneath your clothes. It's, like, fanny pack that fits on Yeah, it's, like, a fanny pack. It's, it, it's, so it's a bitch-ass move is what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a totally it's a bitch... Total bitch-ass move. Totally bitch-ass okay. move. All right. And uh, so, but I didn't, I didn't wear it. Now, see, had I, had I worn it and not made a fun of me about wearing the fanny pack, you know, concealer item... I would have made, had my passport on me at this point in time, but I didn't. 
So they, they find out, they're like, all right, well, where's your hostel? So I had a business card from the hostel. So that was, that was Ooh, good. Tra- hashtag travel tips. Keep a, keep a, keep a little business card on you in case you're too blackout drunk to articulate an address. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just hand them a piece of that. And if anything, just like, just in elementary school and your mom just wrote notes on you. Just do that for yourself because you may well have the intellect of an eight-year-old by the time you're done with your night. In hashtag Germany. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I would say that that was a saver there because had I not had that business card on me, I would have never known the name. I didn't know the name of it. Right. I didn't know the address of it. I, I, I couldn't even, I, I don't even know how I would have found it, I don't think. He might have been able to recognize the stink of the strippers on you. <laughs> yeah, 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 you yeah. back to the strip <laughs> Maybe we did like, That's you gross. know, we, we, did, we backtracked to find my way home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I recognize that. Where did where, he come we, from? We'll bring you back to Kennedy. <laughs> She'll be able to figure out. That's disgusting. <laughs> so we, um, so we get to the hostel, right? And this has got to be like the lowest point of the night. So we walk in, and the guy... This is the lowest part of the night coming up? <laughs> well, I don't think the lowest... waking up in a... I'm like, I don't know what's coming up, but waking up in the back of an... I wouldn't say the... No, I mean, that... Okay, that's a low point in my life, but a low point in the trip, because okay. up until this point, everyone had been really friendly. I mean, even the German cops were just taking my belligerent American bullshit... With a grain of like, salt, they weren't being, you know... They sure, were, I mean, they, they were, like, willing to listen, but they, they weren't were doing yeah. their best... I mean, they could have the shit out of you. They so could have like, oh, I'm happy I'm not in America. They could have, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they could. I mean, I was kind of being borderline belligerent. I think they literally could have just like taken me back out and beat the piss out of me because, for whatever reason, um, and I would probably have not sure. really held it against them. All right, so I'm sorry. The, the low point of the night. I keep so low, no, 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 no. So yeah. low point of the night. So we get to I get I walk in the hostel and there's a guy at the front desk and he goes, he sees me walk in with them. And I don't know if he just thought maybe I was so drunk that I was going to remember the next day. Because I fucking saw the guy the next day. And he's like, <laughs> so he goes, he's like, uh, he goes, I can remember the day. He goes, he goes, oh, they're going to have fun with you tonight. And I was like, well, fuck, what does that fucking mean? Yeah, like, what? Like, maybe like an Oz right now? Yeah, like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, are they going to take me upstairs and try to fucking rape me? I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean they're going to have fun with me tonight? <laughs> I'm just hoping they're going to give me a ticket and let me walk away. Like, you're not trying to have this be some super traumatic experience. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a well already I feel like, Yeah, I was like, I mean, I feel like a semi well adjusted individual at this point. I'm not willing to look to tarnish that right away, you know? <laughs> so, because you're going to have fun with you, I was like, well, I guess they're not as friendly as I thought they were going to be so I, I find it I find my passport and uh, so they bring me to, they bring me to the they bring me to the, the, the police station and so we get there and they're asking for money and I'm hard about this not giving them it's like it's, a, it's 150 euros so I think it's like equivalent to like $300 a time the exchange yeah. rate was real sure. good yeah. you gotta, that's the thing line up your exchange rates yeah you hashtag travel tips I know you're 18 and you want to travel now <laughs> but uh, trust me in a few years when, when the American dollar tanks you're actually gonna be in way worse situations so travel as soon as possible yeah, you might want to make sure the currency sh- like change rates on your favor, <laughs> yeah. because uh, when we went, we lucked out. There was like, I think, like when we went there, I think like there was a outbreak in Greece because the economy, like Spain had some crap going on. So yeah, like, this was pre. Uh, what year was this? This was two thousand and. 10. Oh, okay. 10. So the, okay, so there was some shit going on. Yeah. Alright, so you, you were still able to make it work. We were able to make it work. So well, that's a hashtag travel tip. Don't, yeah. don't, don't let the economy fool you. Travel whenever the fuck you want. Travel whenever you want. Right. You, can't, you can't really base it on that. Yeah. 
So we get there, and uh, so, so we get to the police station, and they're keeping me hounding me for money, and I'm you know hard about this. I don't have this money, I don't have this money, blah, 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 blah. So now the chief, I guess, assume the chief of police gets out there. Now I feel like this is a great opportunity to let these guys know that I'm in the military. Like, <laughs> like these guys are going to fucking know. Not only am I an American, but I'm a mili- American <laughs> in the military. So, like, that's going to help my fucking situation here. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not just American, I'm an American in the military. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and he goes, well, you know, usually I would deal with these. Then is the, the MPs come and pick you up. I'm like, well, fuck. Well, that was a terrible reference. I should have never mentioned that. The MPs come to pick, <laughs> the MPs come to pick me up right now. <laughs> so, so I'm talking to them, and they're like, I'm like, what are my options? They go, you could stay in the cell over the weekend, and we'll let you out on, you know, on Monday. You have to go see a, <clears throat> a judge, and you're gonna probably still have to pay. I'm like, All right. it doesn't sound like a great idea. And I, I felt extorted, so I was like, well, you know. Uh, you know, making Miranda rights, you know, you get that one call, you know, that's probably not Miranda rights. Some lawyer's gonna correct me. Anyway, you know, you get the one call. Miranda Brawl. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a German style. Yeah, no, I don't know if they have that over there. No, well, I thought they, they did. did. They did. So what happens? So I thought they, I thought they were gonna give me one call, so I demanded a call. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted my one call. I had never, for the record, I had never been arrested up until this point, so I figured I might as well get my one call. <laughs> Pretty boy Josh has <laughs> never been arrested. Wow. <laughs> So I've never been arrested up until this. So I was like, let me, uh, I don't really, I wouldn't really call it arrested either. I was like, so, um. Brought, brought home. (laughs) Brought, yeah. Brought in. So I'm like, all right, so let me, so my one call, what am I going to call? All right, let me call the embassy. Like, they can clear this shit up for me. Let me call the embassy. That's a great fucking idea. So I call the embassy. I'm like, uh, or something like that. So I talk, as I said earlier, we picked up tickets. We picked up our tickets from an embassy, um, you know, because the Marines worked there. So I'm in, the, I'm in the Marines, I just got back from Iraq, so I figured, let me call this embassy. So I call the embassy, and sure as shit, I get on the phone with a Marine. And he's some, some gunnery sergeant, which is a little bit higher up in the listed, listed ranks. So I talk to him. I don't really remember much of the content of the conversation, but he was pretty much like, well, we can send representative from Berlin. So I just stole a bicycle, and I'm trying to have him send a representative <laughs> yeah, from the for, to come yes. up. Give me all the proper representation. <laughs> yeah, for this, this petty, this petty crime to come. So he's like, well, so he's like, all right. well, I was like, how long will that take? And he goes, same thing. Monday. I was like, well, we have tickets. We have tickets to Prague in like a few hours. So this isn't gonna work. I'm trying to figure his quickest way out, both financially and time-wise here in my favor. So finally, I'm like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just pay this thing. So I go to the ATM. This, this like, he walks me to the ATM outside. I pull the money out. I walk in, and I just whip it down on the table like a fucking G. I just whip the shit on the table like, here you go. Like, have it. And I had been talking shit the whole time, so they definitely should have gotten fucked up at some point in this, in this police department. They were super patient with me. And uh, that was it. I whipped the money on the table, and they just let me leave. I was like, boom, yeah, boom. Simple as that. Simple as that. It's all it took was just giving you them the money. So if you think if you had just done that right away when you were... They uh, probably wouldn't have even taken the bike from you at that point. I think they probably would have given me the... If I just given the money, they might have just given me the bike back and let me carry about my way. <laughs> but I don't think I would have made it... Actually, I don't think I would have made it to the hostel as quick as I had. You know where you're going. <laughs> I think I might probably save time by getting the ride. I, see, all right. So this is a perfect way to wrap things up because this is, this is the first interview I'm conducting for Travel Up Abroad. And one of my favorite things about travel stories is that there are certain things that happen to you when you're traveling that only ever happen to you when you're traveling like little strokes of luck or strokes of bad luck that just seem to like if you didn't get picked up by the cops and you just rode your bike through the town 
Who, what the fuck? What? What? You, you don't know where you were No, God. So you are getting picked up by the cops. You wind up having this huge story, but you got home. And that's fucking beautiful. And I got fucking And home. Josh, little parting words. What, what, what's the one thing you learned or one thing you regret? Either one. One thing you learned or one thing you regret from your, your experiences in Germany uh, in two seconds. I was, two seconds, I'll just say, sleep as little as possible and enjoy as much as you can when you go on. on I love that. I love that. Josh, thank you so much. Josh, you gotta say something. We just shook hands.